0: call! Middle call! What's up everybody? Welcome. It is Wednesday afternoon. Why are you giggling at me? I'm Guy Haberman. I'm pulling a
1: reverse boycott, a podcast, and I decided to show up. Yeah. <laughs> that's what
0: uh that's what you like to say, you know. I was thinking about it when you say uh, share it with your friends and your enemies. Sh- sending this podcast to your enemies is reverse bo- boycotting think how many
1: people would love... like this video if you hate us <laughs> yeah <laughs> share, share, share the podcast with your enemies is like a reverse boycott of you interacting with them think you know you see officially bud light is no longer the number one beer in america or maybe the world uh i, I forget Modelo maybe passed them like oh. they would die for a reverse boycott wouldn't
0: they i saw garth said he's gonna keep uh Gar- garth is gonna keep running it or whatever garth has something does garth have some bars i don't know i don't know uh if you're watching it hit that like button subscribe to the channel if you are listening to the podcast click on the uh youtube description you can watch the video in any event either way you can get in the mailbag do that by clicking on the link in the youtube which will t- which will help you send an email to promo code ham at gmail.com or uh if you're an apple podcast user we would appreciate you leaving us a review five stars on that review and just leave us a quick little question. Whatever you want that question to be, that's how you get in the Haberman and Cough. mailbag. Do it. I was in the car just recently listening to Mad Dog Russo, and he was just, I mean, an A's reverse boycott. I actually got a couple Niners things for you, but an A's reverse boycott its just, that topic is right up his alley. <laughs> For you know, Fred Wilpon. Do, do you think that our Modell could have moved the Cleveland Browns? You couldn't move. If you had told Branch Rickey that he was moving the Mets, he couldn't have done it.
1: He was doing a lot of that. I, I think big picture, you and I lived. Uh, I mean, we were we were balls deep professionally in the move of the Raiders uh, when when that happened. That feels wrong about that one. Wait. Way, Emotional. Yes. You know, there there, yeah, there was. was emotion involved. Yeah. I think if we would have stepped out and not been involved in financially, you know, inclined to want them to stay, Shaden fraud, reasons, I think.
0: Showed that, yeah, that it that. was
1: clear. You can't survive. No one can survive in that little Hagenberger area. The place is a dump. You could blow it up. No one would notice. Literally, Ace fans don't show up. Under the overall umbrella, though, I would say this situation with. Uh, with the baseball team infinitely more than the football team is an all-time embarrassment just the whole thing I mean everything surrounding it the tanking the being the worst team anyone's ever seen one seven straight to the the one seven straight to people showing up right not not last night not saying that when they packed it but just having nights when I mean there's probably 800 people there in major league baseball against like teams with like that are 40 and 20 in professional baseball like you'll just be playing the astros defending champs so there'll be fucking 1800 people like it's it got to the point of no return to listen i, I like casey pratt and he's he's very very loyal to the a's big fan works for uh abc in the bay area it means a lot to him he tweeted out and i've seen the videos from vegas you know the uh, where the politicians argue mm-hmm. with the uh it's mm-hmm. like a it's like a hearing Mm-hmm. where they bring up Cavill, and they bring up just different people. And it's, it's a war zone. If you're watching, you think, like, the A's are never coming to Vegas. And then they voted yesterday, and they voted yes. Yeah. So yeah. And it just shows you the difference, like, historically in a place like Oakland or most California municipalities, you can tell right away, like, they're all going to vote no. And they consistently, with stuff like, it's like, this is never going to pass. They're never going to give free money. You saw with the gambling, an all-time embarrassment in California when they fucking... Compared it to like screwing the homeless over more and it didn't pass. Like, what are we doing in Vegas? It's, it, I watched the clips from Casey Pratt. I'm like, God, this, no one's going to vote for this thing. And it easily passed. It's like, yeah, yeah. that's
0: how it was a couple, like a week ago. And then a bunch of people changed their votes in the last week. Right. But they didn't have to vote then. They were just, no, but I think, yeah, a lot of it too is you just kind of set it up. You know, I, you know, all these things are always some version of a setup. Right. There's a reason they always come down to the, Often come down to the very last day. is because you, ever, everyone's got to kind of, you know, do something for show, and then in the end, they do what they were always going to do.
1: But, th- but that's the difference, right? In, in California, they will never give out money to any of this stuff, right? They, that's why all these. Yeah, teams- I mean, it's it is established, right? If you want a stadium built, the 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 local government
0: has to do it. Now we could debate whether or not that's right or wrong. We could debate whether you ever make your money back. We could debate all of those things. But it's been pretty well established. I think the Giants privately financed a lot of theirs and just paid off the, the note, but it's pretty well established. Joe right?
1: jo- Joe financed his? Joe, right.
0: yeah. Yeah, I mean, Levi's, right? Levi's built,
1: went down. Yeah, I think they Clara. got a little finance, and they've had a lot of back and forth, and they yeah. probably regret not figuring out a way to just finance it themselves. Right? Stan, the $5 billion project, he's cutting all the checks. Like, If you want to do business in California that way, it's just not going to happen, which is a whole nother. Topic, but like it, it just shows you because I thought just based on the views. Because it's one thing I'm with you, dog and pony show about this stuff typically. But I would say when you just look around the landscape of America, when it gets like that, it's like ah, oh, they don't want this team there. That's what I thought, and it's like no, they are. But when is a team? When is a city ever battling to bring a team not voted to bring it? But it felt like those people didn't want them there. I know, I know. That, that's why I, I don't. I, I'm with you. I, I thought like oh, Vegas wants them, but then you watch these people. It's like they're speaking for the constituents. They want no part of it. And yeah. Again, it passed easily. Yeah. Of course they want them. I mean, why? But big picture, like, they, they can't survive in the Bay Area. Just like the Raiders, they the Raiders could have much easily have had a better opportunity because football's so different. I agree. And even when they were selling it out. Yeah, people were showing up, but they were always going to play second fiddle. This is not sustainable, and it will be fine in Vegas, but... It just what – a, what a shit show. <laughs>
0: I mean, well, it's like if you wanted to – I'm not saying this to the fans. 28000 to show up. I thought it was – I actually watched it. I thought it was pretty cool. As someone who's been there a lot for baseball games when there was big crowds, like I thought that was cool. You know, call me a sucker. I enjoyed it. I thought it was cool. Um, but, you know, the Kings really kind of feel like one of the rare teams where the late rally actually kept the team around. If you, if not from, a, I'm not saying this from a fan standpoint. But, I but the ma-
1: but Kevin Johnson, the mayor, an exactly. NBA guy, went to bat form. Yes. That's not happening here.
0: No, and that so it's not about the fans showed up too late because the I've always, you know, there's always this kind of chicken in the egg, and I've always said this on the West Coast, the fan support does not come before the team success. Like SEC football, you can be bad for three straight years and they'll be killing you until you're good. But even the SEC, even in Alabama, they don't show up for the Morgan State game the way they show up for the Auburn game. Why well, no, Nick's, Nick's pissed. And Why would you, right? It's why they're talking about playing nine. It's like everybody, these college teams play more league games because more people come to those games and you sell tickets to those games. So the, the team's got to be good before you're going to sell stadiums out that
1: make makes sense why they put Texas in oklahoma then on everyone's schedule right it's an easy business proposition for everyone it is all
0: it's especially now i think
1: teams SC, feeling, sc and ucla too right selling
0: tickets i said this a few weeks ago and then i read something the other day that kind of counteracted it it's like i said i thought smaller stadiums kind of is people think it's kind of the future but as these tv rights might actually kind of have peaked and might be coming down a little bit um you can set making sure that when you get the Yankees in town, you sell 40,000 tickets or 30,000 tickets because you're not capped at 28 is actually a good way to make a lot of money when your team is good. It doesn't cost you any extra on a given day if you have 15,000 Um that actually, some of those stadium sizes probably should be a little bigger. Like the, this point was like the A's actually need to consider building a bigger stadium in Vegas. You're,
1: you're saying league. why put a cap on yourself when the yeah. Yankees, Red Sox, Cubs, Giants, yeah. whoever? Well, comes. the point Dodgers. was
0: like if you're a if you're a medium market team, like you're just gonna make less money from your television revenue. It's just going to happen. Your TV deal is gonna be less yeah. than if you're a big market team. This is what makes the A's complicated. Is there a big market team, but because they're the second team in their market. And historically, they have always been second fiddle to the Giants from a fan support standpoint. It has been kind of small market ish, right? And the Vegas is obviously a mid market just from a population size. One thing I saw is they're, they're banking, they are projecting 8,000 out of town fans for every Vegas game. They're, I mean, they're not going to get that, right? There's no chance they're getting that.
1: Well, remember, the Raiders did that too, and it's come to fruition that it works pretty easily for well, them. Well,
0: football different than baseball.
1: I, I know, but remember, we thought football... And again, we were emotionally tied to this story. Too close. Too close to the sun. Too close. To, I can admit it now, eight years later, uh, that that was a big thing, remember? They are yes. accounting for that 40,000 Denver Bronco fans and Chiefs fans and Charger fans, and, and they were right. No matter what, whether it's just Raider fans, whether it's random people, they have no problem. It's it's the highest-selling secondary market. You're 100% right, though. The NFL has no parallels to It We're talking about...
0: What eight or nine games versus eighty-one, and none of them were played on Tuesday, except that one time the Raiders played on a Tuesday <laughs> against the, or a Wednesday. One, I think they played the. Was that a Wednesday or Tuesday? They played the Browns.
1: It would have been Tuesday. Pretty sure OT victory Raiders. Yeah, uh, yeah, I think you're right. Yeah. OT victory. Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> uh, anyway, what were you saying?
1: Well, I I'm with you. Like. You can remove cynicism or just, like, sarcasm to make fun of people and just be – that's pretty cool. Like, at people that yeah. – team means – I know enough people you know enough people that, that they like the team means a lot to hey, them. Hey, you, are, you see A's hats when you walk around places. Right? I think what's sad is that just how irrelevant the whole move is. Yeah. I, I don't mean the move. I just mean the move to 30,000 people. It just – it completely doesn't matter. And we used to see things with the Raiders like this, and you've seen things in the past when Cronky moved. Do you remember that when the Rams were moving? Th- it's kind of crazy to think about this, and I give him credit, and it shows you like St. Louis means more to him than just having to think twice, like, is this going to worry about my job? Is Joe Buck went nuts, like on Twitter, like talking shit about Stan? I don't remember that. Like, he just fucking blasted him. Because, okay. you know, obviously, he was basically just saying F you to St. Louis. You're right. And he's a Missourian. Now, it's aged pretty well, right? Stan, champion again. I mean, he's winning everything. You see, I, I had forgotten about Stan Kroenke owning the Nuggets. Not that I wouldn't have known that if you would have asked, like, who owns the Nuggets? That, I would have said the Kroenke family. But then when he's just standing up there, I'm like, God, Stan's fucking on top of the world right now. And he just moved and that was pretty ugly at the end but none of it mattered why because Stan wanted to go and clearly the league wanted a team and he had Jerry in his back pocket by the end but like if a team wants to move especially when a situation like technically you're right it's a bigger market than Vegas but it's there lo- it's just not it's it's not working and it's not going to work and they don't want it to work they don't give a fuck that there's nothing you can do. You you could they could pack that honestly the rest of the season forty five and it just doesn't matter. They they've wanted to. Leave I'd watch. It,
0: I'd watch if they had thirty thousand people in there, huh? You would.
1: Yeah, I mean, so I would. I mean, they've won seven
0: in a row, John. I try to tell you. Um, Who are they playing? The Rays. Which on paper? Well, it depends which paper. On paper, like the Rays, not interesting. But on paper, the standings very interesting. Um. I saw the Rays. Who did I see? Somebody tweeted last night. Like, the Rays plus 175 was always the bet. You know, like, the Rays were underdogs coming into that game yesterday. Did they win it? No, the A's won. (laughs) Place was going bananas. Uh, Just like the old Just like when Steven Vogt used to go deep there, John. See,
1: but that's the thing. And, And this is, you know, this is deep A's talk here when they have been good a lot right every once in a while Moneyball comes on it's a fantastic movie they have been really good they have been mid-90s they have been a team they never win in the playoffs uh unlike their future brother in the knights who just get it done uh raiders and raiders and the a's i mean they just develop a team out of scratch and they win immediately and the raiders and a's just can never get it done but listen i'm not trying to be mean
0: here am i crazy Do the stanley cup finals take three weeks i thought the i thought the I thought the how many games did it go? I know it ended last night. Five, I think. Oh, okay. Because every time I remember, like I thought three weeks ago they they won game one four nothing, but maybe that was a similar. Three-week. Similar NBA finals.
1: It's okay. you, they spread it out over seventeen weeks for, right, uh, for you know a total of fifteen games. That even when they were really good on some of those Billy B teams, the place was fucking empty during the week. I mean, it's just yeah. I mean, I'm not blaming anybody. It just it's just a numbers well, game. They don't have the fans. You you and I were in the business of meters and listeners it's just they do not exist they're loud they they just don't exist on the quantity to make it pencil where if you go to vegas you just kind of get to start anew you know which is yeah, to and me, i'm, I'm skeptical
0: that it'll work there um and you know you mentioned casey earlier like casey's been neat neck deep in this for a long time so he could absolutely tell us stuff we don't know um about what i'm about to say for me, it's not, it's not fan related at all. It's, I was just, I was thinking about it today. Like ultimately, whether you think you're getting a good deal or not, the cities that really want to like the sit, like the government that wants to keep a team does whatever is necessary, even though that's not palatable to a lot of people and the people that, you know, like the economists would tell you, you shouldn't probably, um, long before you get to the finish line. Right. And this is the finish line and they are, here we are in the 11th hour. I mean, how long has this thing been going on? Right? He doesn't want to build at that site. He doesn't want to. He wants to why build on we, the water. I why why don't blame he? him. I'd rather build he? on the water. That place sucks.
2: I'd rather build on the water, too. But I you don't know?
1: think the water changes much, guy. I, I, I yeah, really I mean, I think it does. I'm pretty like, adamant about that. I. I, I I I do think it would be better there. I'm not saying it's not an upgrade from the absolute shithole they put in. What everyone else
0: does, right? They put it in an area that you can try to actually build out. I,
1: I I have a hard time seeing that as I think if you could build one on the water or take it to Vegas, Vegas has a much more chance for lucrative success. Big picture. I'm not sure about that. I just I'm skeptical on Vegas. Why? What would make you skeptical when everything that's moved there works immediately?
0: Uh, just in terms of fan support, baseball is different than eighteen thousand hockey seats or a football stadium. You know, nine days a year.
1: But but I don't need you to like. I I just think the. Casino, I think they'll win. The I think they people like just organize. immediately they, they would get people to just buy the quote unquote season tickets, yeah. not even if they're not showing up immediately. That they will not have here, even if they. Oh, absolutely. The There's no. Da-
0: there. I agree. There's an immediate bump. I just don't know if long term is any different. Are they building an indoor or outdoor stadium there? I think it's one of the hybrids. Oh, so indoor
1: because it's hot. Yeah, yeah, but like if they would have built an incredible football stadium in Oakland for the Raiders, it is infinitely more lucrative having done it even if regardless who has to pay if they had to pay if the city has to pay whatever whoever's paying it's more lucrative doing it in Vegas given the competition that they have to go up against a behemoth in the area which they just are so outnumbered and not just outnumbered by the fans but outnumbered by the people that want to give the money that are just going to lean to the 49ers same with the Giants That, that that is a business Something financially you can't overcome. It's just I I, I think it, at this point in time in 2023, it's not overcomable. I you know it's funny who said maybe it was Kawakami somebody
0: said something. Joe Sheehan I read somebody that said like you know once upon a time the A's were bigger than the Giants here. I agree with you. I don't think we I don't think you could ever get back to that. If I don't I mean I was a Jose Canseco jersey wearing kid in Omaha Nebraska in like 1990, but. So, I wasn't here. You were in the Bay Area. I don't know if you were telling your parents you want to go to an A's game in '95. I used to come to a lot of A's games in high school driving from Davis. I don't know if you did, but I did. Um,
1: It was easy.
0: I went to to Giants games. It was just easy. I remember like on an early release Thursday high school to just drive up. But um, I don't think that day was ever coming back. I actually think like the Raiders were not going to surpass the Niners, but the Raiders had like they had enough. Right. They had enough to thrive from a fan base standpoint here because they would get people hardcores from the Central Valley, hardcores from northern Sacramento, hardcores in the Bay Area. They had enough.
1: I'm not talking about survival with the with the Raiders more specifically. I'm just saying it was more financially lucrative. Big picture for them to leave. To have a market to themselves that's got a lot of cash flow. in there. Yeah.
0: Having a market to yourself. Is, I'm just saying I think they could have been a, a, a successful business with a new stadium, which would have satisfied them. And they would have had like the Raiders would not have been sitting there. Like we don't have enough sweets sold or we don't have our sponsorship dollars. Like, I think that all would
1: have worked for them. It's hard yes, though. Cause you got that, Niners. That, you that, know that. I, I'm not saying you're wrong. I, I, I wouldn't do the stamp of approval. 100%. They would be a lock for that. Well, you're
0: right. Your biggest corporation. Are they going to buy? What are they buying? Are they buying? They're probably going, if we said, all right, we guys, we have enough money for two suites. Where are we going? What would they do? Niners warriors? Niners-Giants gives you more nights, right? If you had Warriors, like I'm just saying from a – I'm saying I might be wrong from a Raiders sales perspective. If you had Adobe, is like, hey, guys, we're going to buy two suites. Or are they buying a suite at all four stadiums?
1: Well, I'll, I'll, I'll give you an example. Obviously, a huge part of the Warriors move, and to make it just make sense, they were on top of the world. They had an unlimited amount of money flowing their way, so they had firepower to invest – get loans and stuff, it's hard to say if, if they were just your run-of-the-mill 40-win team, it, it would have been much more difficult, right? Which the valuation of the team, they, they had Curry, so it's, it's I can't even, like, roll it back. But now they're here. If, if Curry just disappeared tomorrow and they just became the T-Wolves or whatever, just a normal NBA team that if you just look around, Strauss is all over this, most people don't care about random NBA teams, even in their own market. The ratings are lower in a lot of places than baseball, right? Like the Cubs outrate the Bulls, the you know, the if the Celtics are good. But you know, you can just go around markets and it's just you would say, well, just look at San Francisco right now. You know, commercial real estate is just going through some financial turmoil. Yeah. Would they be in trouble? I don't I don't see how there's any way they would not. There'd just be some major question marks immediately. But they have this absolute rock star who in the immediate for the next several years as long as he's playing at a high level Kind of makes them recession proof, but like I, I think that's a good example. The majority of my life, I mean, obviously there have been recessions or whatever, but San Francisco was viewed as like uh, a little version of New York, just in terms right. of financial behemoth. And right now, it's in shambles financially with some situations, but they they are recession proof right now. Where it's like the Giants are a good example of, you know, they've really battled the. The Bay Area is the work-from-home capital of the world. There's less people, just traffic in the city. It's it's impacted there. Like it just it impacts everybody. And those teams, the Warriors don't have to have never competed against anyone, right? They've just been the only basketball team in the general area, right? And where the I think the A's and the Forty Nine or the A's and the Raiders are just good examples of the world changed once the internet happened. And I think they just got lapped.
0: (laughs) Do you think if the Warriors do you, do you think that Joe, that the you could take Chase Arena with Steph Curry and drop it anywhere in America, and it would be just as profitable? Like, could you put no, a it back the old Coliseum site and still sell out games every night? I mean, you'd still sell out games every night. Would you still get all the corporate sponsorship? I think you would. Now know,
1: That's if, a good question. I don't know. You know
0: what I mean? Like, because it was rocking. They were maxing out whatever they could max out while they were there. Right.
1: I think when you have a Michael Jordan, a Magic Johnson, a Steph Curry in that sport – you could put it in most places and maximize. There's just more money in San Francisco yeah. or LA or New York than New Orleans. But if you put Steph Curry in New Orleans, he's a fucking rock star. They'll max- maximize Black- everything. They- yeah. The, yeah. Houston, yeah. you go around. Yeah. But that's where I do understand when you see him kind of on edge, we're going to win one. I think he knows he has to, to make this all keep penciling. Yep. yep. Right. And there has to be nights where he just like, when Steph does, like, how are we going to transition? You know, because it, it is hard. You and I lived in the Michael Jordan era. We were kids during that. And then he disappeared, and the Bulls just sucked. And it, they just did not matter. They went from being every every kid from Seattle to Florida, New York to L.A. had Bulls something, and then he leaves, and it just ends. And, and, and listen, I Steph's not Michael Jordan, but he's in that tier of importance of just – you. You know you never replace them. Like the, the Bulls are never getting another Michael. But if they could have just been like, fuck, we would have taken Derek Rose and Jimmy Butler immediately, we've been okay with that. You know.
0: Well, you know, was, when the, the Spurs went Robinson to Duncan, the Packers went Favre to Rodgers. Yeah. It's just Montana well. to Young. Montana to Young.
1: It matters. You know, I mean, look, I I bet Patriot fans are like, it's not quite the same. <laughs> it's just not. Yeah because you, you started listening to people that like on Boston radio and you know, the Red Sox were, I would say most of our life, but pretty Brady, by far their biggest subject consistently. And then he comes and it became just probably a football town, 10 months a year, right? Beside maybe the couple summer months, but you're talking Brady Belichick, the other things, obviously, if the Celtics are good and the Red Sox they are going to get talked about, but I'm just, you start winning four or five Super Bowls have the greatest player. They just, and how polarizing they are.
0: Boston is unique, right? Because they've been at the peak in all three kind of in the same era. I wonder which one, if you said, uh, go to the 98.5, the sports hub sales manager and said, you can only have one. I don't know that they carry all three, but you know what I'm saying? You can only have one. What are you going to take? Baseball from an inventory standpoint gives you games all the time, but man, football. If you talk,
1: you can't have any of the properties in terms of the games, but you just like, you could only talk about one subject. It's like, well, I think you would take Belichick and Brady in their prime because it's the easiest thing to talk Especially about now in
0: 2023, right?
1: I, and I would just say the last, yeah, 10, 1995,
0: years. you'd be like, oh no, we're going to let our mad dog and Russo just break down the seventh inning every night, right? But it's not 1995, it's 2023. It's, people aren't talking about the sport that way anymore. Not as much, at least, not as
1: casually. Well, well I'll give you an example. Like, I don't have the baseball package. I don't know I if you've do. noticed the Diamondbacks are really good. Yeah. But like when I if I just flipping channels, they they it's like I can't. I don't even it's not nothing. But yeah, but even just their game w- w- in baseball if I'm into college any other sport, right? I could watch a sweet NBA game still. Yeah. Like I can watch Jokic do crazy shit. I football's the easiest, right? Uh baseball it's a little like i i can't watch just like diamondbacks race it's like you look they're both like 20 games over I, it's like this bores me i can watch like five minutes i change the channel baseball that's about as good dependent. a matchup as you can
0: get in baseball right now
1: i, I that's what i'm saying yeah no <laughs> you <right>. know <laughs> uh, uh well, started, I was for starting
0: pitching like yeah last night i watched yankees mets it was scherzer it just looked so good on tv why well, flip that on it was like seven to six it was a good game, game. yeah scherzer Sure, fastball Velo, doing this. His slider not moving. Boy,
1: well, he is about forty-five years old.
0: Yeah, what were you gonna say? I
1: don't even when know. I, yeah, it's, that's where some things. I that that's where I'm saying. Like ultimately, though, you want to go where you're wanted. I think this just in general in life, and I think those people last night at the game want him to stay yeah, just like I think the people that went to all the Raider games the last couple of years obviously wanted them to stay. but the city just it's just not set up for you anymore. The move is to leave. It does not I'm not getting the back like the owner does not give a shit and which I do support hip obviously he's cheap. But like his team doesn't make money, you know? So it's like But it did become a cycle, right? Kind of
0: a self-fulfilling prophecy. Like i I went to the state I didn't I haven't gone this year, but I went to the last year Yankees games. Like it's the bathrooms are a joke. <laughs> you can't get food. Like it's just it has been set up to fail. And that had part.
1: been I remember ten years ago when I was going it was yes. in bad shape. It's been yeah. in bad shape. But for everyone a long, else's have
0: long gotten time. better since, right? Even better. Everyone else's stadiums were better then and they're better now. I do think Howard Terminal would have worked. It would never have worked. I don't think, maybe some people disagree with this, the way Oracle Park works. I don't think it would have ever been that.
1: Well, it's impossible because San Francisco is way more powerful of just an area than that area where they would have put it, right?
0: Yeah, but like downtown Cincinnati, downtown Pittsburgh, downtown Denver, Denver, you know, like all those, these are ones, I am naming one team towns, right? Yeah,
1: that's like the equivalent of San Francisco, right? That's where you would go.
0: Right. But, I mean, right now, I wonder if this would have been the time, like, when there's less businesses downtown San Francisco, less people downtown San Francisco, which means more of a commute to get to a Wednesday night game since you're not there already. Maybe it would have been easier to get to. Ingress, egress.
1: I think that's one, the ingress, egress, like you and I complain. I, no, people have been going to Giants games now for 25 years. Like I, I know. I don't think they actually care. Well, that but I much. do think it
0: has affected them, right? Like, not having workers in downtown san francisco every day getting no, off
1: I, of work. i'm talking about the guy that's like driving to the giants game on saturday like he saturday kind of yeah I'm, he's talking,
0: I'm talking monday friday monday to thursday
1: but i'm talking about the guy outside of the city that's gonna go to the game yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. i'm saying media people has no people that have gone complain about the travel much more than just the average guy he just knows like yeah it's a pain in the ass to drive the city i'm going to the I Giants, giants I game talk to like. Deal.
0: Football season ticket holders, shout out to all you guys, no matter where you are. What you guys go do on a Sunday, let alone on a Monday. How long were you in the car in the parking lot? Oh, an hour, about an hour. Why? That's what you do, right? This is what you do. Fans make the world go round. And um, I think the fans that go to games over time, it kind of became like, oh, their secondary television was, is what matters most. That's what the NFL is kind of saying when they have Thursday night flex games. But I do wonder if it's going to swing back a little bit, at least, to having to really value. It'll be interesting to see. I mean, I would expect that Thursday night flex games still get pretty good attendance, right?
1: They're also not a lock. I I think people act like they're all going to get flexed. There's like five weeks. They don't have access to every sweet game, like CBS and Sunday. They're not giving you the game. There is a decent chance that one game gets flexed if maybe none. You and I talked about it. Like, there's not... Yeah, it's, I it's think thirteen,
0: fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen. So it's five weeks. They can only do it twice in that window.
1: But I also think it's talked about like it's a lock for two of them. I, I do not think by any means it's Seattle at Dallas is flexed. We, but it's we, not. It's not even them. about the flex. It, it's also about you don't have access to all the games that week, right? They don't have access to flex, in. CBS's afternoon yeah. game or Fox's yeah. game of the week. So they they don't have access to every single game on the slate that week. Sunday night has whatever game they have that they might want to keep. Potentially, they also have flex ability. Yeah. So it's... I, I My prediction right now, none of the games get flex. Be Here they prediction. are. Seattle at Dallas? No. New England at Pittsburgh? No. Raiders
0: hosting the Chargers? Probably not. I, I, Chargers I think it's really probably good. not.
1: New Orleans at the Rams? Potential, but you would also have to look at the week and what... The, it It might just be four other games that they'd have access that to
0: that week's really tough because that is Christmas week, the week leading up to Christmas. So you've got two Friday games already. You've got three Monday games. So they're really not going to have a lot of options, right? There's five games that they probably couldn't flex,
1: right? One, there. and in that Christmas week now teams are playing Saturdays and Sunday. So it's a little it's there's a lot of moving parts that time of year now, right? Because they put games. Once the college football bowl season starts, they basically play Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I don't think they have Saturday games that week because Christmas is on a Monday. Christmas Eve is a Sunday night, but there's two Friday games and three Monday games that day. Three Monday games on Christmas, which is a Monday. Christmas day, including Ravens Niners. Yeah. Uh, And then the other Thursday night, Jets at
1: Browns. Adam silver cannot wait till Christmas gets back to like Tuesday and Wednesday. <laughs>
0: yeah, what are they going to do? It's an NFL triple header against an NBA quad <laughs> pearl header.
1: Yeah, You just got no shot. I mean, that's, that's a bad one. John
0: <laughs> Morant finally returns on
1: Christmas. <laughs> you got no shot. Yep.
0: Did you see uh, Kittle talking? Did you see the clip at least of Kittle talking to Kevin Clark about uh, Shanahan
1: today? A lot of appreciation for Kevin Clark's ability to wear on a Zoom a sports coat. Unbelievable. He is dedicated to the look. Yeah. Maybe he's got like 15 of them you got to wear. Must. Them. I started doing that. Like, I, I don't have that many t-shirts. It's not sweatshirt season anymore. I have unlimited amount of collar shirts. I'm like, maybe I should just wear my clothes. There you go. So I just try to put on normal clothes because that's I have an unlimited amount. It's like, why don't I wear
0: them? Good for you. I rotate five of the exact same t-shirts.
1: Found one, should I like? I make no. I'm like Steve Jobs. I also have done this. I'm the Tom Brady of leaving uh, the chapstick in my pocket when I do wash. So I've ruined Tom some Brady. stuff lately. <laughs> you need to put I've it done, on a I've chain. I've done it twice. I've done two chapsticks and AirPods within the last month. You need them like,
0: you just got to put them. I like, I don't know what you do. You, you put well, them on a is, chain or something. This is
1: going to end because I'll never do laundry, probably again, hopefully here in a couple months. But in my office I I do my laundry in the office separate, so we do separate laundry. Gotcha. Right? Maria's taking over clothes, laundry. duties. My clothes are in the laundry. Yeah, once we integrate in the in the same venue.
0: <laughs> Genius. Yeah. But she's gotta be she's gotta look she's gotta make sure to check your pockets.
1: I think I think girls are better at that than guys. I'm just a big Yeah. Yeah. Throw it all in. Butcherbox.com
2: slash ham Free for a year plus an additional 20 bucks off either salmon, chicken breast, or steak tips in every order for free. Sign up today at butcherbox.com ham and use the code ham to choose your free offer for a year plus get $20 off your first order. Prize Picks is America's number one fantasy sports app because it's the easiest and most exciting way to get in on the action. While you watch your favorite players in sports, you just pick more or less on two or more player stats and then the fun is on prize picks has something for every sports fan from basketball to hockey to league of legends and everything in between it's really simple to play you make your picks submit an entry in less than 60 seconds i'll do it at halftime of a basketball game and i also have some season long more or less picks on mlb homers you may remember i've got less on otani homers this year we'll see and at halftime of your next nba blowout game just jump on and go, ah, Steph Curry more than 11 points in the second half. It'll change the game for you. Download the Prize Picks app and use the code HAM50 for a first deposit match of up to $100. That's HAM50 for a first deposit match of up to $100. Prize picks, pick more, pick less. It's that easy.
1: What's up, everybody? It's your old friend, John Middlecoff. I'm here to tell you about our friends at Game Time. Here's what I need you to do. $20. The A's only going to be in the Bay Area for the rest of this season. You probably can basically go for free. Just buy a pair of tickets to any baseball game. They also have comedy shows if you want to check one of those out or concerts. Game time app. Promo code HAM. Save yourself $20. We don't even need a thank you. Just hammer that promo code.
0: Uh, uh One thing George Kittle said was sometimes Kyle will call plays that he knows are, a run play that he knows will fail to set up a play action he actually described it was the it was the D- big debo's big play was it the seahawks
1: playoff game was that what that was in it was 31 to 17 at the time might have been because they were down like 17 16 and then they just kill him in the second half
0: yeah so maybe it was that game um which you know
1: i do think they've very... been pretty kyle's been pretty open about in Kyle' ways, over the year, like the way their offense is structured, setting up, it's like body blow, body blows to wear you out by the end of the to start try to K- knock you out.
0: Yeah, yeah. Kyle clearly has like if it from a like a three point shooting contest analogy, like there's a, there there are money balls set
1: throughout his plan, right? But wouldn't you say it's a huge part of his offense is misdirection, counters, all the play action, the boots, the naked. I mean, it's yeah. all part. A boot action, a play action does not work if I don't buy right? It's all set up. To me, his offense is pretty intricate because it's all based on each other. Where well, I think a lot of people, like, obviously Andy does it in the passing game, but it's just set up running curls outs you, do know, you think based any, on your defenses.
0: Do you think any, play, any passing play that Andy Reid calls has a chance to be a touchdown? With Mahomes, like, is there always the chance for that, or does he ever call a pass play that is this? Is I know this isn't touchdown. I mean, obviously, non situational. I'm talking, non like third and five to get seven yards, yeah, 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 yeah. But because of Mahomes, like, can any of his plays turn into touchdowns, like, you know, without something insane happening?
1: I would say the period with Tyreek Hill, it feels like, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, because it doesn't that is not the Niners pass game, right? Like, some of this is like it is it, we have a touchdown coming four plays from now if you do what I tell you to do, do you think that's fair? Or is that too, am I describing it too? I don't know. Touchdown.
1: I just think yeah. we think we have explosive plays. Yeah. That's based a better way. run game. That's a better way. His, his offense is just, just different than most of these. It has nothing in common with these historically McCarthy and Rogers spread it out. I, I think even Sean Payton with Drew Brees, you just, these spread kind of passing versions of the NFL offenses. Yeah. I think Brady for a long time, right? It felt like they became shotgun with Amendola, Edelman, Gronk. You, they would use wide receivers. That that's just not the Shanahan's thing. Like yeah. part of the Kyle Shanahan, and it works as long as it works. And he has a, he has curveballs off it, but his, I think he gets a lot of credit because of his offense, right?
0: Well, I know, but what I'm getting at is like, how long did he spend setting up the? Uh, Jimmy Garoppolo over the top throw to Emmanuel Sanders in the Super Bowl, right? Like, does Kyle have to put a greater emphasis on because of well, the Well, I'd he say had that
1: that's probably an example right there. We're a little desperate to try to score.
0: Yeah, but it worked perfect. I mean, it was that was a money ball in that offense, right? You just don't see a lot of those plays and it hit, except it didn't, right? Yeah.
1: I mean, th- they're part like the of the play just play was like correct. I run a go route. My guys just got to beat you. Right? Yeah. A- I, I'm what I'm
0: sure. getting at is like, does Kyle. You know, the the big question with Shanahan, always, it's like a circular thing. It's like, does he look for things in a quarterback that prevent him from getting the best possible quarterback because he prioritizes doing what he wants you to do? Does he overvalue his own ability to manipulate wins? I would say no, because he can win. Does he overvalue his ability to win a championship by manipulating everything that happens on the battlefield, so to speak? Right. Um, and is like, as Kittle describes, like this thing is a well-oiled machine, right? Everything has a purpose. Sometimes the great quarterbacks can work outside of the purpose to make plays that just aren't going to be there unless they're the ones with the football in their hands. Now the counter would be, well, yeah, this, we don't, it's hard to get Patrick Mahomes. So this offense, we got to build something that'll give us a chance to win with most likely the type of quarterback we're going to have but that i you know that is kind of the ongoing Kyle circle when it comes to his offense whereas like would just, Andy Reid give Trey Lance more of a shot than Kyle he Shanahan he,
1: he would be. because his offense is much more based on passing like if you run a run heavy offense which Kyle Shanahan the Shanahan family tree does they are going to lean run they're going to lean ideally be closer to 50-50 if not potentially more I mean, they, they, they openly talk about how much they want to run the ball, which is kind of counter to everything that's going on in today's NFL, right? It's a very pat- – hell, Pete Carroll just had Geno Smith throw 30 touchdowns. Well, of course he does. He's got DK Metcalf, Tyler Lockett. Now he has J- Jackson Smith and Jigma. He also says, well, I got Kenneth Walker, and I added another running back. So he – I think Pete Carroll's a lot like Kyle as well. They're yeah. actually probably pretty similar. But if I run the ball a lot – I'm not asking you to throw as much. So wouldn't I just value, I really want you to be like accuracy. I would say is the number one thing Kyle wants. Matt job, Matt Ryan. I think Jimmy, when he was playing well, Brock Purdy last year, touchdowns come through offense when we, you have really good skill players, but I'm, I'm not. And this is probably wrong, but he's going to look at it through the prism of his offense. Right. Yeah. Andy looked at it through the prism of back from Brett far. It all gets back to Brett Favre, like who you are, the way you talk about stuff, whether you're a sportscaster, whether you're a coach, whatever, whether you're selling Scout. fucking cars, who teaches you at your youth or at your most impressionable young in a profession?
0: Greg Pop, like, Al Davis.
1: Yeah, I mean, but Al, he thought like Al Davis. 100%. I'm
0: not even being but sarcastic.
1: Th- that's what shapes your mindset on things. So, Kyle, this gets back to Kubiak and his pops, right? Just like Andy. Well, who really taught him? How? It goes back to BYU. Andy Reid was an offensive lineman at BYU in 1980. He'd be like, well, everyone ran it. Well, not BYU. Remember, weren't they like the one offense in the country that threw it all the time? So you could, or Andy might tell you, you know, everyone thinks I learned from Favre slinging around. I was thinking that from Lavelle Edwards, Jim McMahon, and Steve Young in 1981, 1982. I, t- I kept telling Kyle Whittingham, throw the ball.
0: <laughs> one of Whittingham's sons is on Andy's staff.
1: But you know what I'm saying? Like that, you just look back, just roll back the ball. Yeah. Right. Like, why do all the Kingsbury Lincolns? Of course, Mike Leach all taught them all. Where'd Mike Leach learn? How mummy? It all. Why was Pat Hill an old school run heavy guy? Well, he learned from from Sweeney to Belichick, like old school football. Just you just your philosophies are just predicated on who teaches you. Now, like at the core, like you can tell Sean McVay, wide receiver at heart. Right, likes throwing the ball more than Kyle. Shannon
0: has de- a wide receiver at heart.
1: But no, he's really more like a D tackler off Oh, he's a time.
0: wide receiver in in practice, but a but a D tackle at heart.
1: Yeah. He was in the like, wrong body. A- Andy deep down views himself as like Tyree Kill. Andy's punt passing and kick guy.
0: <laughs> yeah. Right?
1: Like individual
0: star on an individual
1: stage. I listened to him with the Kelseys, and he's like, you know, I'm still mad that everyone makes fun of me. He's like they intermix the ages. So the guy behind me, like I was thirteen, the guy behind me was seven. You know, (laughs) but I just think like I'm going to be fascinated. You know who we're going to learn a lot about this year? Hmm. Lafleur, right? Is without Rodgers and this young, uh, do they try to be like the leading rushing team in the NFL? Because if if I told you that Kyle was with the Packers. And we don't know if loves any good, but you know exactly what they would look like I, it would be run heavy some dumps to the tight end the occasional shots to his young receivers but it's not he wouldn't look to get Dobbs Romeo Dobbs and uh Christian Watson they wouldn't be like ninety catch guys he wouldn't that is that. what
0: I expect what do you expect? I expected to run
1: the ball but if you're but if deep down you're wired no I know like Andy andy you you can't you can't help who who you are is who you are. As a I player.
0: get it. I'm saying my guess is he's more he's more he adjusted to Aaron than and will now go back and now will do what he always wanted to do. That's my guess. I don't. What do you have a guess on him?
1: I well, don't also judge the depend, eyebrows. It, it, it also depends how like if the quarterback can sling it. You got a couple of wide receivers. He you went, know, he went six and nine.
0: To, you know, he looked good that that game he came in last year. John, I'm I'm in on Jordan Love. I'm Jordan Love. I'm betting on Jordan Love. Um, you know, but it goes back to, to like the Trey Lance Brock Purdy, which is, Hey man, I don't need your ad lib on this play. This play is just, you know, that's the funny thing. Like when we talk about Trey's, you know, we go back to like the draft and his athleticism and the reality is now looking at it, although we don't really have a clear picture because Trey barely got the play. Maybe it was never going to be that. Maybe it was never really going to be, you know, the ad lib is the play breaks down now Go ahead and figure something out. But if the play says throw it shallow here, throw it shallow here. Don't worry. Your deep shot is coming two plays from now, and that's when you're going to be able to cut it loose.
1: Well, I saw someone in the comments say about play action from the shotgun. I think a lot of it is now, you know, it's like when the senior bowl happens and everyone's around and people, you know, the coaches go, raise your hand if you've ever been under center. And most, you know, most quarterbacks nowadays don't raise their hand. Kyle, and it's why Peyton Manning loves shotgun, right? I think Aaron Rodgers feels very comfortable in shotgun. You just, your greatest attribute is your arm passing. You can see things better. Kyle's offense is very, very predicated on being under the center, right? I mean, that's just a huge part of just, because everything, whether it's the play action or actual runs, is just under center runs. Like, they, they are not doing gun runs. I mean, it feels like, I wonder how many gun runs they've done in five years. Doesn't I mean it doesn't feel that? It feels like of their run plays, couple percent,
0: not counting like Trey Lance zone read stuff. No, no,
1: no. Yeah. I'm talking like
0: Jimmy and the gun.
1: Jimmy, it, it, you'd have to probably siphon Trey because it'd be hard to truly know. Jimmy Garoppolo, Brock Purdy, I'd even go Mullins, Bethard, shotgun runs. That's just not their offense. Right, because the zone scheme. Now you can run zone running schemes out of shotgun, but it gets back to what Matt Ryan talked about dealing with Kyle. his whole thing is you throw off the defense when they see your back because they expect you to get it. Just the unknown. I'll say this, like for Kyle, just in general, the offense it fucking works, right? I mean, we got enough evidence that it it really works.
0: Yeah, and he and the players believe in it. The players
1: they? believe in it because they know it works, and he's clearly proven to be a pretty good personnel scout of getting the skill guys that he wants. Right? Because, right. Listen, everyone gets, hits a home run randomly on like a Debo Samuel, but he's the IUKs, the Kittles, the Jacks, the running backs. Like it, he knows exactly. Like Debo leaves, like I'm pretty confident he's going to find another good receiver. Right?
0: Uh, Maybe not unique like Debo, yeah. but
1: yeah, he knows what they're looking for.
0: Right, I mean, remember he tried to get... you Remember Jalen Hurd? That's what he was thinking, right? Yeah. Um, I'm not sure I can find the gun runs right now, but... Feels low. Yeah, I, I'm with you. It does feel I low. I bet if you
1: looked at like the last 10 years of paid Manning's career, the overwhelming majority of runs, maybe not 10, but 5, definitely is Denver time, like shit, everything was in shotgun. Yeah. Uh... But I bet if you just looked around, if you just close your eyes and think, like, college football, like, who's really under center? They're good college football teams now.
0: Even Stanford isn't anymore. They used to be.
1: Like, is – SC used to Kelly be. old school, is, is LSU going to be spread, I would imagine? Spread <sighs> E. Sabin, already... Sabin's shotgun.
0: I mean, SC and Stanford were the last two on the West Coast that really did a lot of it, Right.
1: Fresno State scrapped it when Pat left, right? Yeah.
0: Yeah. They went. Boise was ahead of
1: the curve. What would you consider Washington? Shotgun heavy?
0: Yeah. I don't think Penix is under center much. No. So. Oregon. Same.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Utah. They've become more spready over the years, haven't they? Yep. Uh, Armando says that Netflix QB doc looks interesting. I haven't
0: seen the preview for, I saw, I just saw it, but I haven't clicked it. Is it, uh, have you watched the trailer? No. I don't know what it is.
1: Are they embedded with the guys? Maybe. Maybe
0: they did like a, did they do like a little, uh, full swing slash F1, uh,
1: thing with quarterbacks? I saw Mahomes, was it Cousins? <laughs> did you see the picture?
0: Uh, I mean, I don't really...
1: Like three quarterbacks. Mahomes, for sure. Pretty sure it was Cousins.
0: Nine-episode series follows... Looks like Mahomes, Cousins, and... Who was that? Matt Ryan? uh, Marcus Mariota? On the (laughs) Falcons?
2: (laughs) That's that's who it was.
1: Those are the
0: three. Those are the three. Premieres July 12th. Viking... Yeah, those are the three. So...
1: Can you get enough content out of Mariota? Uh, be a lot of, might be a lot of uh, Mahomes, I think, which is fine. But even like, how much can you really, you get access? I'll be fascinated. Do they get full access to the NFL team? Are they follow these guys in the off uh, You this? know, it's
0: a great question. It doesn't really. Uh, the series follows those three. Uh, but then it just says they each had, you know, about their seasons. I'm excited for fans to get an inclusive behind the scenes look at the Chiefs organization of my family, Mahomes said. Uh, from welcoming my new baby to welcoming the Lombardi trophy back to Kansas City, the crew was there for it all. The preparation, the balance, what it takes. Does, does Cousins get a call from Shanahan during this thing? Text me. Ah, oh, Kyle's texting me again.
1: Doesn't feel like Cousins are going to work, but maybe I'm wrong. Maybe Cousins will be the most interesting one. Maybe. Yeah. Anyway.
0: Uh Oh, you had a run game O-line, good D, offensive coach, win NFC North. Not sure what you're saying, Mario, but thanks for two bucks.
1: I think maybe saying that Packers run the ball well, they could win the NFC oh. North. Oh. Because they got a good O-line, good running backs. Okay. Good deciphering there. I'd say if the Packers were to win the division, be one of the biggest stories in the league. I'd be. Well, then to
0: me, then like Lafleur, there's there's how you got a Coach of the Year award, right?
1: Does he get it? Ten wins, Jordan loves good. They win the division.
0: Uh, yeah, I think he does. (laughs) I mean, we'd have to know a little bit who does somebody win fifteen games, but win the division, ten and seven. But that'd be pretty.
1: Yeah, like can like Kyle look around like Kyle Sirianni and McCarthy like can they get it with thirteen wins? Like I wonder if like Lafleur, what's the gap if he wins the division if he gets ten or eleven with Love and Love just
0: more than capable. Thirteen. I mean,
1: Dable won it with nine this
0: year, so thirteen does not beat a Lafleur ten. I agree. Like thirteen from him. I'm sorry, ten from him beats like Salah doesn't win it with thirteen wins, right?
1: Well, do the G- would Joe Douglas be GM of the year if he makes the playoffs, but also the Packers make the playoffs? Wouldn't Gudakins get more credit? It's like, yeah, if you traded for Aaron Rodgers, like is that that much? And like, draft Jordan difficult? Love. Yeah. Like, does Gudakins get more credit? If they're both good, Gudakins get more credit or does Joe Douglas get more credit? Because I think most people would be like, Yeah, if they traded for Aaron Rodgers, he wanted to go there, of course. I would have mm-hmm.
0: done that. Yes, I think it's I, good. I just don't think you're gonna get that much they, credit for Newbert. that. Right. Tommy says Shanahan coach of the year with twelve Sam Darnold wins, though. You would get credit for that.
1: I think the Jets, the only guy who has a lot lot to gain... I think Aaron Rodgers has a lot to gain. Like, yeah. like damn, he just took the Sala
0: Jets. Salah has a lot to gain. But does he really, though? Yeah, because I think he, if it doesn't go well, he's he is... Does he lose his job? Is he back? <laughs> is Kyle's, he Kyle's DC? <laughs> right? Like, that's what he... He doesn't have a lot to gain from, like, the... He has a lot to lose. From a credit standpoint, but I think he's
1: got a lot to lose. He'd get fired. If... if Unless Aaron if, just retired, you know, like... I'd say if the Jets miss the playoffs, some people get fired. Even though it's like, wait, you didn't want to trade for Aaron Rodgers? You want to trade for Aaron Rodgers? I want to trade for Aaron Rodgers. The fans want to trade for Aaron Rodgers. It didn't work out. But you know what the boss gets to say? Then you got to figure it out. Figure it out. Which he—he's right. It's hard to blame him. Yeah, it's what I'm, I heard
0: Steve Phillips today telling Mad Dog that one time he fired Bobby Valentine like forty games into the season, and I don't—he didn't even say who he hired, but. They went on to make the playoffs. And afterwards, the owner told him that was a $30 million decision you just made. Like between added tickets sold and postseason, you just made us $30 million by changing the coach. And Steve said, uh, Well, can I get a raise? And he's like, No, <laughs> you know, that's what you're paid for. You're paid to make the $30 million decision. Right. Was that Will Pond? Probably too cheap. It was Will Pond. I don't remember who would have replaced Bobby V. Piazza. Benny Yeah. <laughs> Oh, the old Mets. Know. All right. Well, keep an eye out for Devontae. Devontae Adams is uh, was he did you say he was at the Knights game last night?
1: Yeah. I put that, that The Vegas Knights? I watched a decent amount of that game. It was like fifteen to seven. It was just goals. Was it was it really? Well, they got up like six to two in the third quarter. It was a pretty wide I wonder if everyone just kind of the goalies checked out a little bit, because they started giving up crazy goals. Just slap shots started going in, wrist shots started going in. At one point, it was like nine to four. I think I don't know what the final was. It was a ton of goals. There had to be six, seven goals in the in the third period alone. It was just, it's pretty fucking incredible that they created a team out of thin ice. They've gone to a Stanley Cup and they've won another in a short period of time.
0: Is it? Are they the fastest expansion team to win multiple championships?
1: Well, I think this is their old, this is their first. I don't think they won. Oh, they didn't win. They I mean, the win. The won pretty quickly
0: a championship. What year do you think the Marlins created? Like mid-90s? Oh, yeah. It would have been uh, like 95, 96, something like that, I think. Because I remember I was in it. Arizona in 93, and people started selling Diamondbacks hats, but the team hadn't gotten there yet. I lived, in, uh, when I lived there, but the Marlins, they won it in... This is harder
1: to find. I, they won it in 97.
0: So 93 was their first year. So four years. So the Vegas Knights won it quicker, right?
1: One thing I love, and I see this on Twitter, is like, just bandwagon fans. Oh, yeah. Well, it's like, what, what do you think happened when the Giants came to San Francisco and Willie Mays was on the squad? Like, no, I'm not not going to root for you. I Principal, I, I only have the radio. Can't watch anything on television because we got one champ. Just, nope, refuse to get on board with this. That's right. Cepeda and Willie Mays guy. Like, yeah. welcome. Well, of course, you're, if you're just you and me, fucking ran a restaurant in vegas we were 45 years old have a little kid you don't think we'd be into this team like yeah they're all been they've been there five years oh and they're good uh
0: well yeah it's like you know can you imagine being the dick at the gym who like i've been going to the gym for 12 years i work out every day january 3rd you're like look at all these bandwagon gym membership holders Instead of just going like, oh, it's good for them. I'm glad more people are getting healthy. I hope, hey man, I hope you're here in March. You won't be, but I hope you are, right? Um, I remember that too. Like we've talked about this. You you cannot sell out a stadium without bandwagon fans. You can't do it. Hardcore fans,
1: there's not enough anywhere for the most part. Well, why did why did the Giants and 49ers lap the A's and Raiders in terms of quantity of fans? They have more, you know, more of the mid casual <laughs> fan right they don't the, the, know about
0: uh uh the safety battle right
1: that the die, that the diehard oakland people would say oh they're just a bunch of bandwagon well yeah that's you the need, majority that's how you
0: sell out stadiums
1: right Mo- the majority of people ain't banging out like the the giants you know 24th guy on the rosters is his bio you know also more hardcore fans but that gets created over time right yeah it's just more everything the the like, yankees have more in baseball than Everything, right? More hardcores, more casuals, yeah. more people, more brand recognition, yeah. more people likely like, if I'm in New York, let's go to a Yankee game. I want to check it out. Just Randomly
0: root against them. And so we'll watch just because they know, they don't know a lot, but I know I hate them. Right. Yeah. History. They got the, it's the total package.
1: Well, probably till the day I die, I'm going to root against the Lakers. Why, right. why, why are the Lakers one of the biggest brands? I don't know in the world. I remember going to Spain and like in college and seeing, you just saw, the hits, right? You saw Laker hats. You, I saw, I just remember seeing a lot of Yankee hats. Now, this is probably, you know, a couple years after their, like, dynasty. But still, I mean, I bet if you and I just went to a random city in the world, we could spot a Yankee hat within the first couple days, don't you think?
0: Uh, yeah, you might see it in the airport, but yeah.
1: Like a major, you know, like a yeah. Germany, yeah. wherever, France, right. Mexico, you name it. Japan. There's a decent chance a Yankee. Now, we would also potentially see, could see a, all sorts of hats. But my point is, I would bet $5,000 if we're going to see 100 hats, it's a lock. A certain percentage of them are going to be the Yankees, right? Or the Cubs, more likely than the Rangers, right? Uh, yeah. <laughs> or the Mariners. The Rockies. <laughs> yeah. It's just. <laughs> yeah, the Pirates. I guess ultimately my take I think I'm a Vegas Knights fan. I think they're kind of cool. I just think the whole thing it's just You I like seeing a works. team in
0: Vegas succeed because it holds Mark Davis accountable. think it all it <laughs> all it always comes back to the Raiders. I, I went to a concert there one time.
1: I just think the whole thing's pretty cool. Yeah. i just I just
0: it all There's some, always there's some comes purity to Raiders. it, you know? yeah. There is. They, they did start Yeah. It always comes back to the Raiders though. You
1: just Hope they win another one. Hope they go back to back.
0: You would love to see them win seven straight Stanley Cups. <laughs> All right. On that note, thanks for hanging everybody. Anything else? Go Knights. All right. See everybody.